All right, hello and welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in today on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Today we're doing the very first episode of Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. So as always, thank you to the sponsors who make all of the shows on this network possible, as well as the founder, Guy Aitchison, for making it all possible. So, bring in now. How are you, Robbie? I'm great, Kyle. How are you? I'm doing all right. I am. And yeah, um, as you said, this is a, a show entitled Let's Talk About Feelings. Uh, it's, and it's funny, so the way that I came up with the name of the show is I met Gabe a little over 10 years ago, um, and we would talk and bullshit and have fun, and then as the years went on, every time I saw him, he would joke and be like, oh, I thought I felt some feelings, or I thought I felt <laughs> some feelings, and uh, we, we always kind of uh, lovingly came together in a clashing sense, because I'm very feelings and uh, you know emotionally based, and Gabe is very pragmatic and very sensible. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, thinking about it, um, I am I'm kind of a rare breed when it comes to tattooers. Uh, I am someone that you know I cater to my feelings and my emotions, whereas a lot of tattooers are reactive because of their emotions, but they don't want to dive deep and figure out what the fuck might it be under there that's you know, making them afraid of these emotions or making them afraid to deal with their feelings and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, you know, while I have zero, uh, you know, clinical psychology background and no schooling to this, uh, I'm a human, I'm a tattooer. Um, and in my, you know, almost 30 years of being around the tattoo industry um, and 25 plus years of tattooing, I've learned that we're all fucking people. And every tattooer is a person with problems and stresses and worries and issues and things that they can't handle and feelings and stuff that get overwhelming. So like the whole point of this show is to um, have, give artists kind of a safe space. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna jump in and say that the term safe space uh, for a lot of tattooers is like, all right, no sissy. Uh, but, you know, the <laughs> fact of it is, um, we all do need a safe space, right? We yeah. all do need to talk about our feelings. We all do need to cry. We all do need to have, you know, these these times in our life where we cater to the things that uh, could crush us if we yeah. don't, you know, really go full in uh, on our on what we're, what we're going through. So yeah, th this this platform is just a way for people to talk. Um, uh, you know, it, this is our first show and. I was ill-prepared and gave the information like, you know, two hours ago. <laughs> um, so uh, the hope is to have people coming in to the Zoom room and asking questions and like, you know, kind of allowing me to, to do my human coaching thing and human coach you through what you're going through. Uh, because I'm a human um, and I've been a, a coach for years, right? But like, we say life coach and that that's got the same type of feeling as like motivational speaker. Um, whereas they're, they're great things, right? Um, or like self-help book. But like when you look at the words or hear the words, they feel kind of weird. Um, uh, insecurity kind of surrounds us when we, when we look into and say those words. So as I've been on my journey, I realized 
that, yeah, sure, I'm a life coach, but I'm a human and I'm a human coach. Like, that's the biggest thing, you know, like I have human problems uh, and and I've got like human and superhuman, like, uh, you know, accomplishments. You know, I was on I was on Ink Master uh, back in 2014. Um you know, and that was, that was life changing and mind bending and butt fucking. And like, it was just scary and difficult um, and beautiful and brilliant. And it brought me so much great things out of, out of that career choice and out of that career move, but it was so difficult um, to endure going through it. And then the feelings that came along with that. Um, And are, are you, are you frozen? Okay, there you are. Okay, um, yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that like I was still being No, I know. Right. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, wait, hold on. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on a Zoom call before this and that kept happening. So I was like, cool, cool. You know, and so like going on Ink Master, that was like scary as fuck. That was like so vulnerable to just go on there and have yeah. people tell you how much you suck or celebrate you if you did a good job, but mostly tell you how much you suck. Um, and so when I came off of that show. Uh, I was, I was married to someone, uh, that I'm no longer married to. Um, and you know, like I had the dream life, right. You know, like the, the wife, the cars, the kid, uh, the, the house, the business. And as I was sitting there in that life, um, I would find myself alone and sad and scared and, uh, didn't know really who or what I was or, or what the fuck I was doing. So, I started just diving into uh, of, uh, self-help content um, and I Googled how to be happy. And I know that seems trivial, but like I was so miserable. I just, right. fuck man, maybe I should just Google this. Then I found a guy named Brendan Burchard who uh, was trained and mentored by Tony Robbins. And um, Tony Robbins is a name that's hard to not have heard. Uh, in this world because he's just been around a lot of things but he's like you know one of the number one motivators Uh, and so to find someone who was trained from him um, so I already liked Tony Robbins message and then I found this new guy and I just started watching a lot of Brendan Burchard's content and before you know it I was finding other content and then as I was pulling myself out of this I was like fuck man you know like these guys are great and they have a lot of great information but like their verbiage and just their ways of being aren't going to reach, uh, you know, the tattoo crowd. Right. So yeah. I was like, this information's top notch, you know, like I wanted to kill myself a couple months ago. And now like, I want to bring this information to others in my position, you know, others who just aren't so regular and whitewashed and normal. And, you know, and uh, so that that's really what ended up, bringing around the rad movement. Um, and that's my motivational platform that I started to help people grow and learn and progress. Uh, and it was directed towards tattooers at first. And uh, the more I've done it, the more I realize it's wonderful information for anyone that wants to, to enjoy it. But like it was tailor-made for tattooers because I'm a tattooer and mm-hmm. I know how difficult we can be. And I know how we don't want to hear it. Uh, when somebody tells us how to get out of our shit or, you know, improve our situation or take the steps we need to take to become the version of ourselves we want to become. Um, So, you know, the the rad movement has been something that I've been developing for around 10 years now to just help the, 
it started, like I said, with the tattoo crowd. And now it's just whoever resonates with the message. If you're a free form thinker, if you're an open minded motherfucker, uh, if you're an out of, out of the box type person, um, that's what it's here for. And so brings that all around to what we're doing here today. Let's talk about feelings um, because feelings are they're a part of everyone. Right. And like with feelings like I've I've come to understand and notice and in my studies over the years and all the books that I've read and podcasts and gurus and, you know, brilliant minds I've listened to, uh, you know, like with anger, uh, there's usually an underlying emotion um, with happiness, with sadness. There's, there's always some sort of underlying emotion. So, you know, that's why I like the whole let's talk about feelings because if you're running around angry all the time, what's the real cause of making you angry? Like, you know, like, yeah. What, what are you afraid of? You know, that's the first thing I'd ask anyone that's angry as fuck. Like, what are you afraid of? You know, like, what is that anger protecting you from? What, you know, who and what are you trying to become with that anger? You know, like a lot of the time for me, that anger is trying to keep me from, you know, the fears that I've got, you know, and the, the endless loop, you know, because I wake up in the morning and, I, and I'm angry. That's one of my first things that it's easiest to go to that emotion when I'm, when I wake up in the morning and when we, when I think about it and when I like unpack it, well, the morning is when I can't sleep very good. You know, like I can fall asleep real good at night, but if I don't get enough sleep at night, that morning's going to wake me up and then my brain's going to go. So now my brain's been going for a while. And if I didn't catch it, now all these fears and worries are going to pop up. And what's the easiest way to handle fear and worry, get angry, get big, kill it all. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, that kill. Yeah, there's always some kind of causation behind it. You know, if you really take take a second to look at it, it's like, okay, well, you know, this is happening because this is happening because this went on. You know, it's there's always you can always find some kind of route to it, even if it takes a while. Right. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Sometimes it does take a while. I'm like, yeah. you know, for me, I've been on this journey for a while to try and dispel that anger in the morning, and it's difficult. It's really difficult. Um, but, you know, as time goes on, I realize, okay, I need to ask these questions in these moments, you know, like, okay, I'm angry. What am I angry about? You know, and then, you know, a lot of the time you'll, you'll hear something pop up like this motherfucker or that motherfucker. And it's like, okay, well, what, it, what did that experience bring? So you like have to reverse engineer your own feelings and emotions just to figure out what's going on. Like yesterday, uh, Father's Day, I just had a brand new baby. Uh, seven Congrats. weeks ago thank you and I've got a 21 year old so like you know I, I've got I've, I've, I'm, I've, I've loved this dad stuff but my dad died two years ago and uh, the day before Father's Day I was sitting there and I was like I don't know what's going on and uh, my partner Donna she like was asking me like well what about this what about this is it because you miss your dad and then I started fucking bawling yeah. and I'm like oh shit so like with, with that exterior coach, right, throwing the fucking things at you, it's easy to feel the trigger pop up. Right. You know? do it, doing that for yourself is a whole nother, you know, they just taking that time to, you know, step back and evaluate things is that's right. that's the biggest issue. And like the biggest kind of killer of it is yeah. just how hard it is to step the fuck back for a second. Absolutely, dude. You know, because like if you're in pain you know, and pain can be anger, worry, frustration, fear. You know, if you're in that state, it's really hard to step out of that state and be like, yeah. all right, now I'm going to coach you. You know, is yeah. it this <laughs> you know, like, 
<laughs> and it's 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 one of those things that I've I've realized over the years that like we got to get better at. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I've been trying to do that for myself. Like for me, I just moved out. Um, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I just moved out here about a month ago from Southern California, originally living in a household of seven, being just irrationally pissed off every day of my life because I just can't get a moment to myself. And I'm like, why do I hate life so much right now? More than normal, of course. <laughs> but it's like, right, okay. I'm in an environment that I can't stand. I'm going nowhere. I'm doing nothing with my life at the moment. I'm trying, but there's no opportunities. It's like, I just got to fucking leave. And, you know, since I moved, things have exponentially gone up. You know, I mean, obviously it's still rough, but compared to before, I'm doing a heck of a lot better. Yeah, man. And, you know, like, so let, let's let's talk about that. Because, you know, uh, I lost my leg. I don't even, I don't think we uh, developed that part of my story yet. Yeah, I know, I'm not too familiar with it. Um, so I was living on the road, right? So mm-hmm. uh, went through that divorce um, from the second wife that I was, you know, that I was with Ink Master and all that, right? So uh, fast forward to like 2017, 2018, we go to the end of 2017, we start the divorce. Um, I'm living in Indiana at the time in this like weird little house. It's, it was perfect for what I needed, but like I'm an opulent guy and it was far from opulent, right? So right. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just living in a house that's shelter, which I'm not used to that. Like I like, you know, the finer things in life. I'm a tattooer, man. We can, we make the money for it. So right. like, I love so, um, you know, I'm living in this, you know, this beautifully perfect place for what I needed. Um, and you know, the divorce happened. So I'm like, ah, fuck. All right. Well now I got to face this. Then shortly after that, the people that rented me the house, which were friends and are super awesome people, ended up deciding we got to sell the house. And because my financial situation for my divorce was so fucked, I couldn't be the one to buy it. So the house was like, they were like, oh, well, we're going to go ahead. We'll put it on the market, but it's probably not going to sell for a while. Don't worry about it. Bitch sold quick. And now I'm, you know, um, my son, he was 17 at the time, 18 at the time. So he had to finish high school with me living on the road because I was like, look, you can come live on the road with me um, and we'll homeschool and stuff because I was going from convention to convention, guess what, to guess what. I was essentially homeless, but I never had to live like a person without a home. I always had, you know, and that right there, there's beauty right there. You know, like I always had a hotel or at the very least a couch to sleep on, you know, like, so there was always a place for me to go. My son moved in with friends. He finished his high school. And then the goal was to buy an RV, drive around the country, and fulfill this dream of doing 50 free love tattoos uh, in all of the 50 states. So at the end, it would have been 2,500 free tattoos that I would have given out. And the only thing that I would have charged was go pay it forward, right? So I was going to do all this love and put all this love in the world. And this great fucking plan with my RV that it was going to be the Rad Movement Love Mobile, and it was going to be sick. And like, I was going to change the fucking world in the next year with this fucking crazy plan that I had no idea how I was going to make happen, but I was going to make it happen. So we were like 80 or hundred days on the road, living in the car, me and my partner, Donna, um, uh, baby mama, wife type, um, just still afraid of the marriage stuff. So, <laughs> so um, but you know, that was when she and I had first gotten together and you know, this crazy girl moved from Philly where she had two jobs. Fuck. She was working for Mike Chambers and she just decided hey, I'm going to go and live with this crazy guy in Indiana. And then it was like, hey, we're going to go on the road and live in the car. And like, I remember the first time she was like, 
we're going to be homeless. I was like, we're not going to be fucking homeless. Are you saying? <laughs> like my ego couldn't accept that yeah. I was going to be homeless. But like now it's a cool part of my story. I was homeless. So like in the homeless part, uh, we had, you know, a lump sum of money put together for this RV. We drive out to California to buy this one RV. It turns out to be a piece of shit. And we're like, no. So then I start scrambling and find an RV on Craigslist. And I bought that. It had exactly what we needed at the exact price. Um, and he needed to get rid of it. It was a sad story. Um, and I was going to like breathe new life into this guy's sad RV story. And, you know, like have all this great with the rad movement. So like, yes, we're going to do this. Fuck yeah. So we get the RV. And I don't know if you've ever driven an RV before. It's basically, yeah. dude, it's like driving a fucking Walmart around. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so big and cumbersome and it's so annoying. Then I'm towing my car in the back. And then if my car falls off the tow dolly, I'm going to be like, well, the insurance probably won't cover it because I was the one that helped it fall off. So like every, every bad right. scenario happened, kept happening. Right. And uh, I remember one time I'm in the RV crying because I'm just like, I'm so struck with like fear and Donna's handling it. And this stranger comes, he's like, Hey, we're going to, I'm going to help you come to my house. He helped us with the problem we were having. And then, so, yeah. So like everything kept unfolding the way it was supposed to, right. Just like you were saying. And then two weeks after we bought the RV, my leg breaks off and everything changes. You know, because like I thought I was going to get out of the hospital in a couple of days, you know, passed yeah. it up, ready to rock. No problem. Let's go. And like when I told the one doc, I was like, bro, like I want a normal leg again. How long is that going to take? This bitch open mouth belly laughed at me. Bro, he was like, <laughs> like, hold on, partner. I'm going to give you a leg. I didn't say I'm going to give you like your old leg. So, you know, we go through seven surgeries before amputation over like eight months mm -hmm. and finally we do the amputation um five days before christmas and i found out five days before that i was gonna get amputated that i was gonna get amputated so i didn't really have time to plan right. um so rolling with the punches right you know at that point in time i lived in the hospital for 40 days at the beginning of it and then i was in and out of the hospital still living in the car um Cause now we're not really comfortable driving the RV everywhere. Right. So we got the RV in storage. We're living out of the car again, driving around, um, going to conventions, making money. People made some GoFundMes and that helped me out brilliantly. Um, so between the GoFundMes and my own personal work, I was able to live and support myself and help my son with things. And, you know, it was, it was crazy. But so like, I kept moving forward, just like you said you did when you had no idea. Right. Yeah. I kept moving forward and the action you know, the, the, the action comes in the doing, you know, like once you start doing, then all the action starts coming around you and, right. and the blessings start coming in and, you know, not, not, not getting religious because I'm not, but, you know, like the blessings from the universe, you know, like the good things just come your way when you say, fuck it, cover your balls and fucking run for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what's been happening with me out here too. Is like, you know, since I've started, cause I've been trying to get serious about doing artwork and being a tattoo artist for about two and a half, three years. And so, you know, by once I started like really grinding, put my head down, it was like, okay, I found reinventing, got involved in that, found all the people through that. And now I'm out here in Columbus and I'm hanging out with right at Red Tree with Durb and Vaughn and 
starting to work over there now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is not at all how I thought it was going to go, but way better than I expected to. Yeah, so man. you just got to kind of roll with it and just, you know, if you want it that badly and you're, you'll do what it takes to make it happen, you know? Right. Exactly. And you know, it like, in the process of it, it's funny. So I bring up Nicki Minaj, right? Because I was listening to her album, <laughs> um, and uh, there's a little excerpt in there where, you know, she's like, "Motherfuckers act like, you know, they ask me like, how's it feel to, to come up overnight?" And she's like, "Bitch, I didn't come up overnight. Like y'all, all this, you know, like, yeah. and you know, like I, I'm an overnight sensation that took fucking twenty years to make." And it's still almost 10 years after that 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it never happens overnight. But the beautiful thing is, if you fucking take one step, the initial fucking next step is taking another step. Your body, your, your, your you're already in motion. Right, right. You know, and when you get smacked, now you get back up, usually faster, harder, and, and with more forward momentum than you did before you got smacked. Yeah. So... It's it's a really um it's a really interesting way because like the journey is a motherfucker. The journey is is tough. It's difficult. It's rough. Uh, it has fun parts, but it's dude. It's it's a lot of the time kicking the teeth after kicking the teeth yeah. after kicking the teeth. You know, and and like I said, I'm an, I'm a new dad, and you know how beautiful that is, and how wonderful I can make it look on the internet. Right, is awesome. But when yeah. we talk about what really happens with being a new dad, like he's perfect and sleeping and gorgeous right now and then like and then that'll last like five hours right or five minutes. <laughs> you know like yeah sometimes like dude, he he just he just he goes and goes and like yeah like, last night we got relief from him crying for a while and i was like wow i forgot that like children aren't supposed to just scream at you all the time <laughs> you know? right well like the other side of that like screaming is that beauty that instagram life that and like when I say Instagram life, it really does feel that fulfilling, like like that 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 Instagram photo to mm -hmm. look at your child and just be like in awe with how much you love them. Right. Then they shit on you or throw up on you or start screaming for hours. And so, you're like, that's disgusting, but you're lovely still. <laughs> and it, and it's and it's so weird because really like um, as you go through life, you just got to think about how. It just is a series of unfortunate events yeah. that you have to find the silver linings in. And then you, you get these events that are like mind blowing and like you made it to the top of the mountain. But then when you're on the top of the mountain, you kind of get scared for the next mountain that you have to climb sometimes. Right. You know, like it's, there's always something new that's going to fucking suck to jump in your way. Um, bringing it back to why we're here talking about feelings. Yeah. Um, because it's important. Uh, it's important. It's it's scary. It's necessary. Um, and that's the weird thing. It's scary. Like tattooers don't we we don't cater to our emotions because we're afraid of what we're gonna find. And then what we do is we call it being tough. <laughs> right. You know, but really what it is is just fucking being scared. Yeah. You know, being scared of who you are on the inside, who you're not what you're lacking. Um, you know, I, I, I read this book, it was a workbook. It was called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Um, and as I'm reading this book and doing all these exercises, uh, I'm finding like, that I'm a really great dude, right? But in the process of it, I'm also finding that 
I'm a great dude who doesn't acknowledge his greatness ever. My biggest problem is I don't look at my great. I look at my flaws. Right. So it was interesting. And this was like seven years ago now I did this. Um, on my way back to filming an Ink Master Redemption episode. Uh, so, you know, as I'm going through this like shaky experience that's like full of like people producing you, I'm deciding to do some inner work, you know, on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, really, and, and that's the thing. It, and that's what it looks like. That's what healing looks like. That's what inner work looks like. It, yeah. it, you know, it looks like a scared dude from California moving away from everything he's ever known to be brave even though he was terrified bro my fucking rv yeah my rv said brave on the fucking passenger every time i looked down and i was scared i remembered to be brave what were you saying uh on my way out here like the day i got my uh my moving pod to come in and i'm packing up all my stuff the lady who i'm supposed to rent a place from calls me and she's like hey yeah so the people that said that we're gonna buy a house and move out didn't move out so you're fucked and i was like great and I'm the whole way I drove over here. I'm like, I don't have a place to go. I'm going there, but I don't have anywhere to go. You know, my stuff is on its way, but I've, I've got nothing. And I stayed in the hotel for like a week and a half, just trying to figure it the fuck out. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. What am I going to, this is not at all what I was, this is the exact opposite of what I was planning. And then I got here and I was like, okay, cool. I thought I'd be making about the same amount of money doing the, you know, the day job I was before. Nope. I'm making less money and my rent and everything gone up. I was like, this is the exact opposite of what I was trying to get to happen. But, you know, you just kind of keep pushing at it and eventually it works itself out. Yeah, dude. You know, like if I would have stayed in the mindset of the guy that was in the hospital, afraid to lose his leg, um, I would have never been the guy that uh, hit a six foot fucking jump on a wakeboard. Uh, with one leg um, and the guy that leg presses a thousand pounds with one leg, you know, and yeah. can run and jump and swim and do all the things. Like if I would have just stayed that dude that I wanted to be, cause I wanted to be a sad fucking loser, but like, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't live in that. So, you know, and, and the fact that I didn't, the blessings kept opening up, you know, the universe kept showering me with good and, you know, the power is in the doing, man. You just got to yeah. keep forward, you know? So it's it's really interesting. And when you when you look at everybody's story, right, there's parallels. Like you and I, we have similar parallels, completely different context, mm-hmm. you know, because we both kept moving. We both kept moving forward. And now you're working with some of the best tattooers on the planet, you know, like all around the globe. And yeah. it's just like, did you expect this shit to happen? You know, I didn't not expect- Of course, not at all. <laughs> Dude, like the the settlement that I got from losing my leg, I didn't even know there was going to be a settlement. Like the guy that throws the convention calls me and says, Robbie, you got to sue. And I'm like, I can't sue my friends. This is fucked up. (laughs) You know, and he's like, dude, you're not suing me. You're suing insurance. Like that settlement, like that helped set me up to like make my next steps in life to make my next steps in life be greater steps and like actually building this empire and like that, that setback was actually that pullback so I could get slingshotted forward. Right. You know, yeah. and like, and, and so many times through the setbacks, I've been like, why, why, why? You know, and I know I shouldn't be asking why. And that, so then that's a whole- that, That's the killer right there is asking you know? why. Like, I'm like, why? And then I'm like, you shouldn't yeah. be asking why, pussy be a man. And then I'm like, oh, now I <laughs> I'm asking why. 
so I, I was asking myself why for the longest time because I'm only 22 so like by the when I got out of high school you know I, had, I didn't have good friends and everyone just dipped off the face of the earth and I was living in an apartment with people I hated and it was like just trapped in my room ready to kill myself and it, I was just asking you know everything why 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 but it's like you go down that rabbit hole of trying to figure it out and it never gets solved you know yeah. at some point you just got to say okay fuck it you know whatever Right, right. And you know, when the things get harder, you just keep moving, you know, like, because it gets harder, but you get better Then the harder stuff gets easier. And then you face with more harder stuff. Yeah. You know, I had somebody reach out to me the other day on Instagram. Um, and you know, as I was talking to her, she was telling me about her, her marriage situations. It's not going good. You know, it's actually going terribly. Um, so, uh, but the cool thing is, you know, she is realizing how strong she is. She realizes how powerful she is through these adversities that she's being thrown. And so, you know, uh, while you don't feel like it in the, in, the, in the front, you know, you are growing and progressing when you're getting kicked in the face by the, by the universe. You know, yeah. when fucking terrible and terrifying and miserable, when you can't do anything but ask why. Why? So you can be strong. So you can see how strong you are. You know, and... Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things too. It's like, you know, it sounds super easy when we're talking about it because we've already went through it and we've got that experience to it, but it's like, it's not, you know, it, it's hard. It's, it's a struggle. It never is easy. Right. Right. Never is easy. Always a struggle. And, you know, like the baby, you know, like I said, it, it was like the highest I felt ever was that whole, you know, watching him be born and experiencing that magic all over mm -hmm. again have for, for you know for his mother and like all this stuff and then when he won't stop yelling at you you're like oh my god you're like can i return it or something or... He's like, I don't <laughs> want to take my baby but i i feel like i'm gonna shake my baby you know yeah. like, um and it's it's just wild you know and it's, it's a ride it's a complete and total ride and it's yeah. it never ends um you know i was talking to one of my good friends the other day uh and you know, we were talking about relationships and he's like dude you know, you see our relationship and it's great, but it's work every day. It's work every day. It's work every day. It's work. And it's like, damn, you know, every time I'm like, all right, I can coast. Don't get too comfortable. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you coast too long and then you start slowing down. And at some point you got to turn the gas back on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this. Speaking of. <laughs> yes. Hi, yes. You have audio feelings and you do not know how to express them. Yeah, this is my little Zen. Oh, how cute. But yeah, so um I feel like we're at a good spot today to to call this a successful first experience uh talking about feelings with Robert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, hey, well, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. And uh, for anyone watching, this is happening every Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, yeah, right go ahead now. and shout out all your stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rad Movement, the underscore Rad underscore Movement on Instagram. Um, Robbie Rapole, R-O-B-B-I-E-R-I-P-O-L-L -L is all my personal information. You can find all of my socials everywhere just from my name. And my studio is Rad Inc. Florida. Um, but yeah, so one of the things I'm offering people in this is exclusive access to coaching with me uh, because I am a human coach. And that is something that I'm offering to the tattoo community. So as this goes and grows, 
um, I will be developing uh, mastermind coaching programs, one-on-one coaching programs and things like that. So, uh, and then I also do in-person healing workshops, which um, are really weird and cool. So, yeah, um, I hope to expand um, some people's minds with this group. Um, I hope to expand my own experience. um, And I hope to see what kind of great things come from talking about our feelings. So thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Tattoo Now and Reinventing and Guy and Gabe and everybody uh, that's a part of this. Uh, Thank you, all the viewers. And uh, oh, yeah, and the Rad Movement on YouTube. That is my YouTube channel. So check that out. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Great. All right. Thank you for joining again. Have a great day. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Later.